Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey! Thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FS. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right. Welcome into hour three of two pros and a cup of Joe. If you missed anything, that's okay. You know why? You could go to wherever it is that you download and get your podcast, and you can look up two pros and a cup of Joe and get a hold of everything that you missed in hour one and hour two. We appreciate you joining us here. Uh, Happy Monday to everyone out there. We are broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. That is right. And you know what? Uh, TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right. Uh, Jeff, I mean, uh, Jonas and and Brady are out, by the way. Uh, Jonas will be back. Uh, but I got my man, if you've been listening, I got my man Jeff Schwartz with me. So it still is two pros, even though Brady is on break as well. Uh, I got to ask, I got to ask, I got to ask, what was your biggest takeaway from last night's NBA final game? That if you shoot threes better than the other team, you're probably going to win. <laughs> like, it's great, like, it's a great takeaway. Like I, you know, you know, I, I, you know, there's plenty of things that Heat did well, but when you shoot nearly 50 percent from three, which they did in a three point game, you're going to win the game, right? And, and we've seen throughout the playoffs when the Heat shoot about 50 percent from three. They're going to win most games, and which is that's how most teams are. It's not like a surprise, but we look at at what they've been able to do. You know, game one was thirty three percent from three. Um, you know, it wasn't a very competitive game. Game, as I mentioned, you know, last night 
They shot 50% from three. That that helps them out. Uh, they shot 50% from three in game seven against the Celtics in Boston. Eh, they, they blew them out, right? They won that game. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it That is a, a big part of, of how they're successful um, in a lot of these games as the underdog. They shoot really, really well. Um, and they did again last night. And they're able to find different role players, which – you know, look, we came in this series. Caleb Martin was supposed to be the next big superstar in the NBA after what he did in the Eastern Conference Finals. Non-existent. Three points last night. Non-existent in game one. Well, guess what? Gabe Vincent, 23 points. Duncan Robinson, he came in, scored 10 straight points and got the Heat back into the lead there in the third quarter. They they just have enough guys that you'll know, make up the difference in some of these games where that didn't happen in game one. And I thought their defense, they pressured Denver a little bit more, kind of got in their faces a little bit, picked them up sooner when they crossed half court. And um, they just had this voodoo, man. They have this magic. Uh, LeVar, you can't really explain, I think, because you know, if you were to, if you were to do a player draft in this in this series, right, and you were to draft the, the top 10 players, I mean, how many of, of the Miami Heat players are in the top 10 players in this series? Um, not uh, one, not even one. <laughs> um, I'd say Bam is probably Bam, top, Bam. 10. Nah, top ten. Top uh, ten? Uh, players in this series? Oh, in the series? Yeah, in the yeah, series, yeah, yes, yeah. In the yeah. series. Well, okay. Yeah, I mean, you, you're, you're not getting five. You're not getting five out of ten, right? Like you're not. And no, you're not getting five. And out of 10. the Nuggets are more talented. It doesn't matter. The, the the Heat are making sure that other players are not contributing. Michael Porter five points. Kyle will Pope nine points. I think, I think Pope had nine in game one. Porter didn't shoot terribly well in game one um, and continued in game two. They're doing enough, man. You call heat culture. I know people use. I don't know. I just call it like heat voodoo magic. Like they're able to just to just get it done in, in unconventional ways, and it's impressive. I, I didn't think they'd win game two. I thought it would be close. I thought, I thought they would cover, um, but they they came back for fifteen points on the road in a, in a place that. That's my problem with with the whole thing. I mean, and, and not a problem because I don't have a dog in the fight, but. You you came out of the gate and you kind of seemingly picked up right where you left off. You let it get a little close down the stretch of game one, but you pulled it out. Game two, you come out kind of much of the same. You jump out, you you start asserting yourself, and they build a 15-point lead. It looked like they were going to just have a, a snoozer game, like they were going to cruise, and then they just kind of stayed – the, the Heat just stayed close. They just stayed there. You know, one name that was a major part of, of last night's success was Gabe Vincent. You know, yeah. and his game was was tr- a tremendous uh, contribution to the the cause and the purpose of, of this Miami Heat team. Uh, he played very well. And the contributions – um, from all of them that was needed to take place. I mean, you had Jimmy Butler over 20. You had Bam over 20. You had Gabe over 20. And and so the contributions were, were there and they were well spread out. Whereas you did not see that from the Denver Nuggets. You only had one guy that did the bulk of the scoring and that was the Joker getting over 40. But yet yeah. no other player on the team broke 20 points. You can't do that in an NBA final game and expect that you're going to win. So to me, it made me wonder, did this series now find itself in a place where Spolstra and, and staff have said, here's the key to how you beat Denver. 
You let Joker have it. You let Joker yeah. have what he's going to do, and and you don't let everybody else. Instead of don't let Joker beat us and make everybody else beat us, it's let Joker get his and don't let everybody else beat us. What what you to, what what say you to that? It, it has been a winning strategy in the past where you have kind of two superstar players. You choose to let one get all the the wealth in, in a game, and you limit you try to limit everyone else. Um, it's a it's a decent strategy, but I, but I will say I I need to see the adjustments the Nuggets make in Game Three, and I mean honestly, it's just making your shots. Like I don't, like, I don't know, guys are open. They're not hitting the shots, right, Lavar? Like it's not like they they're not getting good looks. They're just not making any of them, and right. I don't know what the adjustment is on that. I mean, defensively, there's some work to do on some of the pick and rolls the Heat you know the, the Heat were able to, to to take advantage of, but offensively. It's as simple as just making your shots. They're getting open shots. They're getting good looks. I think they're doing a decent job with the zone. If you saw it in game two, they they kind of put you know Joker um, in the middle of that zone, right? Put him at the foul line. Let him let him work with his excellent passing. It's a matter of Michael Porter Jr. and, and Caldwell Pope making their shots, making their threes. You know, Murray didn't have the best game, but, you know, it was, it was good enough. Uh, you know, the final shot of the game, in and out, right? Like, he had an opportunity to tie that game. I thought that was going in. It looked like it was going in and didn't. Um, game three will tell me a lot. If game three is is close and the Nuggets have had, had not played well on the road until they went to Los Angeles in, in the last, you know, three months, basically. So, if game three is, is close but the Nuggets pull it out, um, you know, Maybe I, I will give the Heat uh, more uh, more of a chance to, to win the whole series. If the Nuggets blow them out, I think that's the adjustment's been made and, and they're ready to go. If the Heat win, obviously, then I got to take them more seriously. I, I don't. I just had never pictured them keeping this series close, and I'm gonna have to change my mind if, if Game Three plays out in a certain way. I don't want to change my mind, but I, and I will say this: they shot poorly. And Cotwell Pope still has not joined the party, no. which gives me reason to believe that things could, you know, see its, you know, see the fortunes change for for both teams. Porter Jr. did not have a, a, a the type of games that you expect from him. They had an off night. I mean, it, it just was not a very productive night. I do not foresee. Uh, Denver staying in that yeah. type of of range in terms of what their players are doing scoring output wise. So I think it's going to be a tough road to hoe for for Miami moving forward. But with that being said, I thought that last night would be a tough road for them, and they found a way to neutralize yeah. who they needed to in order to to and made their shots. They yeah. they were much more efficient shooting their shots. Uh, what do they say fifty percent from threes? Nearly, yeah, nearly percent like, from a large part of the game Un- but, unbelievable you know but but lavar you know this man if you don't put away a team like the heat they're gonna think they have a chance right and we can both say well i think the nuggets got this series i think that you know they have them but dude like you gotta win that game you're up 15 at home like that's how you end a series that, that that's how you put your, and if you if you let miami stay around this series, just like they have in, in, in round one, round two, and round three, they're going to start believing. And of course they believe. Of course they believe that they're going to win. But you strengthen that belief if you keep winning, if you keep winning, especially in an upset. On the, they, were, they were eight and a half point underdogs, nine point underdogs. Down 15 points, come back and win. So 
if you keep them around, same applies to in the middle of a game. If you keep a bad team around and you let them hang out around and they think they're going to win, uh, give them a chance to win, right? Like Denver's got to come out in game three and, and immediately say, no, no, this is our series again. We're winning this series and we're going to play like we know we're better and we're going to show you on the road that we're the better team. If they don't do that, if the fourth quarter comes around and this game is close, man, and the Heat end up pulling this off, or even the Heat lose close, they're still going to believe that they're going to win this series, and that belief goes a long way, man. Yeah, it does, especially for a Heat culture. That that seems to be the thing that everybody <laughs> continues crazy, right? to discuss, right? The I don't give a damn. The Heat culture that that is has you know basically carried them to this far in in the season. It hasn't, you know, NBA people that are, you know, they're smarter than me. You listen to them talk about this Heat team, and they're like in disbelief that they're here, right? They're like, I, we have not seen a team like this in a long time that is built the way they are, that continues despite having talent disadvantages, continues to play as well as they have. And again, most of the time in the end, those teams kind of find a way to get to the, the you know the championship round and then lose right yeah. that's been that way for all over sports especially when you have these kind of series sports right the hockey and 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 basketball and baseball um, but game three man, if if the Heat keep this one close if they win the game you got to seriously can you know, look at them as, as contenders here which I didn't think was going to happen I thought Denver would win in five the 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 gentleman sweep and I'm I'm not so sure man hmm. well. I guess what we'll find out, that's the beauty of sports, I'll tell you that. And we also will find out a little bit more about the Terrence Crawford Earl Spence fight. Woo! Odds makers have now released the uh, the first initial odds of the mega fight, maybe the fight of the decade. What, what, uh, I, am I behind on the sports? Or what do we got? Is, is it's MMA, boxing. It's boxing, boxing, yeah. Oof. I'll I'm tell not, you what. I, I, do I need to pay attention to this one? I'm not. I'll I'm tell not you what. Guy. Super exciting. Crawford and Spence is, well, if you're into boxing and you're into fight sports, this one will be one. Ooh, you, okay. So I need to watch then. I, what I will do is, since since you feel that way, here's what I'll do. I'm going to bring in our resident expert, Rhett Butler, who does the Pretty Left Hook on Up On Game Presents Network. Uh, I'm going to bring him in so he can talk on it because he is an expert on it, and we'll do that next here on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. That's Jeff Schwartz that knows almost every sport, just not boxing. Uh, And I'm LeVar Arrington. I love boxing, so I'll probably contribute. So there you have it. We'll take a quick break. That's right. We are in the TireRack.com studios, and we'll be right back. And speaking of Tire Rack, shopping for tires can be deflating. Not at TireRack.com. Fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection are just the start. Did you know that they test tires? They've got their own test track where they push the tires, push it to the limit. That's right. Great traction and comfortable ride. They share their results so you can make an informed choice. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive not sure where to begin that's all right try the tire decision guide for a personalized tire recommendation the right tires for now or excuse me the right tires for how what 
and where you drive. They sell only the best like the full line of Bridgestone tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. With free road hazard protection, mobile tire installation is available in many areas. They'll bring new tires to you at home or work. Install them on site. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Bridgestone test results and special offers. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Welcome back into Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. Jeff Schwartz, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas are off for the day. As promised. And brought to you, of course, by Discover. At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right, everything you earned doubled seriously see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match we're bringing in my guy to talk a little bit of knowledge here we go is about to be dropped on your head hey yo bright lights i'm ready for the big 
like an uppercut to the chin. Here's Rhett Butler from Pretty Left Hook. All right, well, there you go. Rhett Butler, Pretty Left Hook, joins us to talk. What is it? Fight of what? What is the fight of, of ages, fight of decade, fight of the millennium, What fight of the century? What What is this? Where Where are they putting this? I'm going to definitely start with fight of the year, Var. Okay. I'm definitely going to go after that to fight of the decade. I think this is going to be guaranteed fireworks. Of course, most people are thinking this might be something that could go three, definitely two. But let's start with this one because, oh, my God, it's called It's On for a Reason. Oof. So that's, that's go ahead, go ahead, Jeff. I'm saying, what, why, why now? This has been a fight that that people have been trying to put together for for years now. Why finally now? It's a great question, Jeff. I mean, these guys have been circling the wagons around each other since 2018, ever since Terrence Crawford won a welterweight title in the WBO. So, you know, the reasoning now is for few. Money would be, of course, the, the top of the. Of the, of the pyramid for this. And the, and the main thing is that I think for a while, Terrence Crawford couldn't get the respect he feels he deserves financially. Unfortunately for Terrence Crawford, although he has an amazing pedigree, being a three-weight class world champion, undisputed and light welterweight, he hasn't been able to get the eyeballs that Errol Spence has received. And, and Errol Spence has only been a welterweight his whole career. So I think over time, Terrence Crawford had to renegotiate in terms of how he's dealt with as a boxer. He left top rank, which was his promoter, and now he self-promotes. That, I think, made the difference. Top rank knows what kind of fighter Terrence Crawford is, but they have a notoriously cantankerous relationship with Al Heyman and Premier Boxing Champion, which represents Errol Spence. So now that Terrence is by himself, I think he was able to arbitrate a better deal. But ultimately, now we're at the, the point of undisputed. And with uh, Errol Spence having three belts and Terrence having one, there's no one else to fight. There's nowhere to hide. The odds have come out. It seems as though right now, early on, everybody is looking at Terrence Crawford as being the favorite, which I find to be very, very interesting. I think that makes it a little spicy, if you ask me, because of the things you just said, that Earl Spence seems to be the more um, – more of a headline or more of the mainstream sweetheart, whatever you want to call it, but he just seems to have a little bit more clout going on right now than what what Crawford does. What I mean, obviously the bet lines are based off of where the money is going, but what are the odds makers seeing right now, Rhett, where they would have Terrence uh, as as the slight favorite over over Earl? Yeah, man. Crawford is on deck as a minus 125 betting favorite, meaning you put $100 on Crawford, you're getting a return of 180. Um, Errol Spence right now is at um, minus 105. I think what people are realizing is that even though Terrence Crawford is a sleeper for many who don't follow boxing all the time, they realize his pedigree speaks a lot higher than Errol Spence. Now, everybody's going to say, oh, well, Crawford hasn't fought anybody. And yes, if you're talking about the names attached Terrence Crawford's resume, they are not as illustrious as Errol Spence. That is a fact, okay? Errol Spence has fought Mikey Garcia. He's fought Danny Garcia. His last fight was Eudenis Ugas. Lamar Peterson, Kel Brook, it goes on and on and on. But, again, Terrence Crawford is what you look at as a throwback fighter. Terrence Crawford is here because he is mean, he is vicious, he knows he is the consummate underdog, and he comes to play. He also is a switch-hit fighter. He starts southpaw, he will switch up righty. 
And then he has power with both hands, and he's like a computer. He downloads information quickly, and in the later rounds, normally it yields a vicious result, normally a knockout or so. So Mm. we know that Errol Spence Jr. is an amazing fighter. There's nothing bad we can say about this guy. He has all the acumen and the power to do the job. But he has not done what many boxers consider to be you know, the ultimate test of a boxing champion, which is to get multiple um, belts and multiple weight classes. And on top of that, Terrence Crawford already is undisputed, and this is a fight to be undisputed again. So the bet lines make sense to me. Wow. Uh, Spence has has not fought or will not fight um, about a year and, and three months since his last fight. Is that a mistake, not kind of getting a warm-up fight in, in, in before he faces Crawford? That's a great question, Jeff. That is a great question, and I think the reality is that Spence has, in essence, cleared out the division. I mean, let's be clear. At the end of the day, he fought everybody worth it except Terrence Crawford, and he promised the fans that before he moved up to 154 pounds that he was going to take care of Terrence Crawford in his mind. Dang. So for him, this is a promise that he wanted to keep. He knows, just like Ryan Garcia, who fought Tank, knows that everybody is tired of hearing boxers duck each other, tired of them not fighting each other, waiting since one of them is over the hill for a competitive advantage. And he said, you know what? I'm going to give the fans what they want. Although I'm the bigger man, and if I go to 154, I could be as successful as I have been as a welterweight. Terrence Crawford is here, and I have to get that belt to make sure that you guys know I am the truth, which is also his nickname. So what So what does that mean? He wins this fight. Do they continue? I heard you say one, two, or three. Let's get through one first. Do they do they rematch because it's just too big of a fight to not run it back depending on how it goes? Or does he go up and wait? And if he goes up and wait, then what does that mean for the division now that he wiped the whole division out? Now they get an opportunity to to come take the belts again because he would have to vacate the, the, the belts, the titles, if he doesn't fight at that weight anymore, correct? Absolutely. Whoever wins this fight will have all of the belts. So if whoever wins decides to go up and wait and leave, then they would possibly have to vacate. They would get a certain amount of time because, like we've seen with like a Canelo Alvarez, who's still undisputed as well, you can um, leave the division for a while, work out deals with other people, and what normally happens is they create vacant belts by, by um, different belt organization. But people hate the vacants. They hate that. But it also does create some um, level of drama and anticipation for another fight back in that division for that fighter. But I believe that if – it's all going to be based on action, LeVar. I mean, if the fight does what it's supposed to do, which I think is going to go to a decision, then I think that people are going to want to see this again. Um, in terms of the contract, I would have to assume that both of these guys have a rematch clause in place because they both know the value of this fight. Yeah. But we both know that they are going to go up and wait because Terrence Crawford has said he wants to get Jamal Charlo, um, who they've had a, a, another cantankerous relationship, and the Charlos are part of Errol Spence's camp as training partners. And Spence has said already, you know, he does what he does against Crawford. Again, barring an amazing performance, he's going immediately probably to 154 because he just feels like there's no one left. So if he dominates Crawford, maybe there's a rematch clause, maybe there's not. I haven't seen those contract details, but we know that this is going to be a barn burner fight. So I couldn't see why it wouldn't be. Mm. You, you talked about kind of the differences in in, in the boxers. You know, Crawford's going to throw less punches, but they're kind of they're you know they're heavier hitting. Spence is going to throw more punches. Is there a, a style that you personally like to win a fight like this, or just kind of just get in the ring and kind of see what happens? 
That's an amazing question. I personally, and Vaughn knows I'm, I'm not biased, but I've stated my opinion on up on game. <laughs> I do believe that Terrence Crawford has the style that figures out Errol Spence Jr. And that's not because um, I don't think Errol Spence Jr. has the acumen to take on somebody like Terrence Crawford. I just think Terrence Crawford is a throwback fighter. His, for me, he's like a Marvin Hagler, but with, a, with more tools. And I say Marvin Hagler because we all know Hagler. He was just a mean guy. He's going in there to do all the heavy lifting, all the hard work. But Crawford can switch hit. And in between rounds, what happens with Crawford is he just decides that I'm going to go righty, then I'm going to go lefty. And then sometimes within the round, he does it just to play with the fighter and see if they can handle the different stances. On top of that, he is constantly downloading info. Now, the one thing about Errol Spence I don't think he gets enough credit for is his acumen. I think he's a very smart fighter in the ring, and I think he makes great decisions on the fly. I just think Terrence Crawford is a half a step better at doing that. And I think with each hand, he delivers the same power, and I think that throws off opponents that are trying to adjust to the new stance and then deal with the fact that it still hurts the same. Man, that is our guy, Rhett Butler, resident expert on all things combat fight sports. You can catch him on Pretty Left Hook. That's on Up On Game Presents, Up On Game Network. You can check him out. Rhett, we do appreciate you taking some time out to come on to the show and talk Crawford and Spence. It is a big fight, and as we get closer, obviously, we'll have you on over the weekend, but maybe just maybe we might just have you on during the week to, to highlight the, the fight as we get closer to it as well. Appreciate man, I you love being on the show with legends, man. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. That's Rep Butler, a pretty left hook. Let's go to my man, Edmund Garcia, for What's Trending. All right, thanks, LeVar. Yes, we'll sir. start with Game 2 of the NBA Finals with the Heat getting the big road win in Denver, 111-108. to Miami was down 15 points in the second quarter. They outscored the Nuggets. On the road in the fourth quarter, 36-25 to to pull out the victory. Gabe Vincent, 23 points to lead the way. Jimmy Butler and Van Matibayo right behind him with 21 points apiece. Denver star Nikola Jokic did have a big game, 41 points, 11 rebounds, but not enough. Denver's seven-game winning streak overall is snapped, and their 9-0 record at home. Uh, obviously has now blemished their first home loss this postseason. Series is tied at 1-1. Game 3 Wednesday in Miami. In baseball games, a note, we had the Rays over the Red Sox 6-2. Tampa Bay now a major league best, 42-19 on the year. Rangers roll over the Mariners 12-3 to sweep the three-game series from Seattle. Texas starter Nathan Eovaldi, six shutout innings, allowed just one hit. He gets his eighth win of the year. That's tied for the major league lead. Yankees score four runs off the L.A. bullpen, get a 4-1 win in Los Angeles. Braves get an Eddie Rosario grand slam in the ninth to beat the Diamondbacks 8-5. Arizona and L.A. still tied for the top spot in the NL West. Brewers beat the Reds 5-1. Pirates won their fifth straight, beating the Cardinals 2-1. They sweep the series from St. Louis, but they still trail Milwaukee by one game in the NL Central race. Orioles down the Giants 8-3. Blue Jays wrap up a sweep of the Mets in New York with a 6-4 win. Pete Alonso in the loss for New York, his major leading 21st home run of the season. And the Twins lose it home to the Guardians. Two to one. Now back to Jeff Schwartz and LeVar Arrington in the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios. Appreciate you, Eddie. Yes, uh, this is progressive. Uh, and and now it's well, it's time for our progressive play of the day. Let's check it out. Progressive is making things easier. They will help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at progressive.com or one 800 progressive Hand off to Duncan. Sidestep. He snaps it to Jimmy in the left corner. He elevates for three. He gets nothing but net. Two for four from the land of milk and honey. All right. Who was that? 
Who was that on the call? TNT. That was TNT on the call. There you go. TNT is on the call of our play of the day, our progressive play of the day. Shots out to TNT. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk. Coaches on hot seats. Uh, Jeff, uh, let's 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 do a little game here. All right, I'm gonna give you a list of names. Okay. And let's just say, for the sake of saying that this is a list of names where we would say let's rank from you know maybe most hot to maybe not as hot as you thought okay as a coaching seat all right here we go brandon staley of the los angeles chargers dennis well, out hold on hold on i'm gonna run them down and oh, then okay, and then okay, we're going okay, and then we're okay. going we're going to go all through right. the ranking of how i'm gonna write them down i'm gonna write them okay, down okay here we go staley brandon staley okay. chargers yep Dennis Allen, New Orleans Saints. Yep. Mike McCarthy, Dallas Cowboys. Josh McDaniels, Las Vegas Raiders. Todd Bowles, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Honorable mention, that we'll say, but is on the list. Kevin Stefanski. Okay. All right. You want to rank them? So, um... You want to go like who's the least hot or the most hot? Let's first. start with least hottest seat. Okay, uh, Mike McCarthy, least Ooh. hottest seat to me. Okay, um, they're going to be good this year, and I think if you're just in the playoffs, you save your job, right? I mean, and and I think they're a playoff team, and so, and I just I don't I don't see him on that big of a hot seat. Remember, I mentioned this on Friday. If you fire a coach, you got to hire someone better. Sean Payne's already hired, right? Like they're not getting Sean Payne anymore. Yep. And so I think McCarthy's going to do well there, and I think they're going to be a playoff team, and he's going to be safe. There's a strong possibility that they may be better now that he's going to assume the play-calling duties and Kellen Moore has moved on. But now I will say there's always the possibility that he doesn't do well, and I just wonder how catastrophic it would be if after basically throwing Kellen Moore under the bus as to being the reason why yeah. this team did not overperform or, or achieve at the level people thinks they should have, if they don't achieve at a higher level this year with McCarthy taking and assuming that role, I mean, you'd have to assume the next person, the next scapegoat isn't, isn't McCarthy, it's Dak Prescott. I mean, you know, to me, that's yeah. that's what I think this is setting up to be, is if, if Mike McCarthy can't get more out of uh, Dak Prescott, then, you know what, it's time to move on because this is the same guy who who basically developed Aaron Rodgers. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Now, I will say out of all the names on this list, he definitely is the least hottest, but I think that seat is definitely warm. Go ahead. Let's move on. Okay, so number four for me in this list, so that's the, the second least hottest seat, um, will be, uh, let's see here, It's I think Dennis Allen for New Orleans. Um, I, they're the, right now, they're the best quarterback in the division. Like, they should do well. And they're also in a position, I think, where I, they're not going to be that bad, in my opinion. And you could certainly tie a lack of success to Derek Carr if they don't win, right? Yeah. And say, so, sort of like you mentioned with, with, with McCarthy, um, the Saints to me should bottom out and draft a quarterback. They just refuse to do that, which I understand that that's, you know, that, that's, that's, you know, their prerogative to try to keep winning. But I think he's 
the next least hottest or warmest, whatever you want to put it. He's uh-huh. number four on the list. I agree with that. Let's go to the next one. I totally agree with Dennis yeah. Allen being the next one. Um, Todd Bowles to me at, at Tampa um, is next because um, you know they're in a, they're in an interesting spot. You know they don't have great quarterback play right now. They're an older aging team, and I could see them saying, "You know we're going." Younger coaching staff, younger players, and sort of after this year, we're getting rid of our Super Bowl roster and kind of rebuilding, right? Mm-hmm. And that process would probably not include Todd Bowles. Mm-hmm. It's not really his fault per se, Lavar, right? Like, but right. that I could see that being the thought process. Like, we're not a playoff team this year. Let's strip it down. Let's start over again. We'll draft a quarterback in this next draft, and we're going to have a young offensive coach be our head coach. Mm-hmm. I. I would want to agree with you, but I think his seat is much hotter for those reasons. I think if he's able to win, he maintains his gig, even if they have to blow it up and and do more to be more competitive. But if he is competitive under these circumstances, I think that he could possibly have a chance to survive it and, and, and make a run of it. Yeah. So I won't say his seat is as hot, but it's hot. But I think the next one in line for me that isn't quite as hot as Bowles and the other one that I will name, I'm going to go with Brandon Staley. Yep. I'm going to put Brandon Staley in that next spot. And the, the reason why I'd say that is, one, Brandon Staley has had to deal with some untimely injuries in some like yes. weird spots. And 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 he has done a great job of, of being competitive with, with the Chargers. He has done a, a fine job of developing uh, Herbert and what he's able to bring to, to the table. This team is an, an improving team. And, and I know a lot of people want to continue to put Brandon and Staley on the hot seat and and look to him to be removed. But like you said, the you know a lot of the good coaches, Sean Payton was being considered, or people speculated for that job as well. And they kept Staley. If you're keeping him, that means that you're you're right now you're happy with what he's doing. And if you're happy with what he's doing, I don't I don't see unless they have some type of crazy fall off. Yeah. I think his seat is 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 warm. Maybe close to hot, but I don't think it gets hot until after this season. So I would go with Brandon Staley in that next spot. Go ahead. So the thing with Staley for me is, um, you know, the playoff collapse last year was bad. It was bad. It was bad. And their roster's better this year. And if they stay healthy, and they fire their trainer, by the way, their head trainer, which is uh, kind of an important note because, as you mentioned, they've had really been injured the last two years, right? And, and, you know, some of that's luck, obviously. Some of that can be traced to, you know, your training program and, and the way that you prepare. But, um, you know, they, they are clearly, you know, trying to make a change there to be healthier. And you look at the roster, look at the division. I mean, obviously, I don't expect them to to be to, to beat the Chiefs and, and win the West, but they got to win a playoff game this year. Yeah. Um, if they don't, I think he's out. And okay. uh, especially if the defense is the reason why they don't win, um, then I think he's out. Uh, and I think Kellen Moore could, could obviously be the possible successor there. The hottest guy for me is obviously Josh McDaniels. He, okay. He, he, He's not making it. He will not be the coach of the Raiders next season. Um, well, between Stefanski and McDaniel's, I definitely think those are the two hottest out of all the names that that we have, and I, I think that Stefanski may even have more pressure on him than really? even McDaniel. I do. 
Well, I mean, I they, do. They, you, when you pay a quarterback all that money, you do expect to win, right? Yeah. In a really tough division um, where Lamar is back in Baltimore with a better roster. He's won 75% of his games he started. Like, he, they're going to win a lot in Baltimore. The Bengals are, are AFC contenders. Um, and obviously, again, when you pay Deshaun Watson all that guaranteed money, you do expect a lot of wins. And, and last year didn't go great. Obviously, he didn't play for the first half of the season. Um, they, Browns have a talented roster. Like They, they, they got to win. Yeah. You're exactly right. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's Jeff Schwartz. I'm LeVar Arrington. There's your coach's hot seats right there. We're going to take a quick break. But coming up next on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, live from the Tyrac.com studios, you in or you out? That'll be coming up next on the other side of this break. It's Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! I got through my hand Makes me forget that I 
I'm on live radio. Whoa, whoa. Oh, wait, wait. I am on live radio. Hey, what's up, everybody? Good morning to you. Hope you have enjoyed the show. Yes, this is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. This is really big news. Two pros in a cup of Joe want you to know if they're in. Yeah, please. Or... If they're out. All right, here we go. Are you in or are you out? Another edition. What do you got, brother? All right, I'm really going to test you guys here. Come on, See Eve. what you guys are really into. Come on, Eve. All right, um, I'm going to um, Comic-Con. You guys know what that is? Of course. Yes. Are you guys uh, in or are you out? All the way in. Um, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm out. I wouldn't go to it, but I understand... <laughs> Why people do? Like I'm not against. I'm not against Comic Con. <laughs> I'm not I, against. I guess, it, I, guess I'm, I guess I'm out. I'm <laughs> in. <laughs> I'm in. Uh, you know, I, I got a network, and part of what we do is connected to sneakers. So we not only do uh, Comic Con, we do Sneaker Con as well. And 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 so to me, I love the I love those things because it is so niche, uh, niche or, or however you want to say, it, um, driven that. You know exactly what you're going to get. You you know exactly the type of people you're going to be around, and it gives you an opportunity to go in there and enjoy yourself um, if that's what you're into. So, yeah, I'm in on that. All right, cool, cool. Uh, this is obviously an easier one. Actually, you know what? This is actually a no-brainer. Like, you guys would go to the Stanley Cup, right? Yes. Yeah, it's, that's dumb. That, so okay. are we in on going to the Stanley yes. Cup Finals? Yeah, I'm yes. in on that. That's dumb. All right, next. How about uh, going to see Mean Girls in theater? I'm out. Uh, yeah, I'm probably not doing that. Yeah, my kids aren't old enough to watch that movie. I, I've seen it before. Why is that? Like, like, is that a thing now? Yeah, like what if your wife was like, "We gotta go. You got I don't have a choice." Like you're, you're. Yeah, th- I would. I mean, yeah, if she was, if that was the case, even if probably. I was going and my body was physically there, <laughs> I'm still mentally, I'm out. Oh yeah, I would. I would like bring my cell phone and have my ear, my AirPods. Yeah, I'm out. Go. I'm out. Yeah. Um, well, my wife it. doesn't like the movie theater. She says it's too cold. Oh, well, there you go. So we don't even go to movies. Well, then you don't want to be in this studio. But, okay, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I've not been in the new studio yet. I got I this. To, I, I, got, I got my nice little space heater just it's not raining cold down on me. Well, you know, I'm, I'm a tropical background man, you know, and when it's a little bit cool, I feel it, you know. So, yeah, I'm going to say it's cold. Most other people will probably say it's it's comfortably temperatured in here. Yeah, that's probably what I would be. Yeah, you'd probably be comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you go. All right. I got a good one. Come on, E. All right. You ready? Yeah. All right. This, I'm not get, this is, don't take it any way, but this, just asking you a question. Uh, all right. Oh, boy. It's um, Gay Pride Month. Okay. So on Santa Monica Boulevard on no. Saturday, Move. there's Next. this big Next. gay party Next. social pride. Next. You want to go? Uh, I 100% would say next to this question because one way or another, I'm going to go on down the wrong lane. Yeah, on right. One. That's <laughs> one, <laughs> one way or the other, I'm going to go down the wrong lane because I, I, I'm going to say the it and then everybody's going to be like, really? Yeah, right. But if I say not and it's like, really? Like, okay. 
It's a setup, G. Yeah, yeah it is there's a, setup. A, a buddy of mine who, who I do radio with often uses the phrase, there's a channel for that, and there's yep. a, probably a channel for that. This, is not, the, this is not the one. 100%. Which, which, by the way, I lived one block away from, from where that party would be uh, when I first moved to L.A. So I have partaken in some fun activities yeah, I mean, in West Hollywood, but I'm just saying I ain't answering that here. All right, good stuff. All right, here um, we go. Moving on, we'll do. I'm out on answering that. Go yeah, ahead. no, it's all, all right. good. I, you know, I'm testing yeah. your limits here. Okay, go ahead. Um, let's do. How about going to the comedy store to see uh, Joey Diaz this weekend? I don't know who Joey Diaz Jersey is. Jersey com- comedian. I mean, I'm, I'm for comedy. I, mean, I guess I would say I'm in. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. And I guess I don't know. Since I've never been to the comedy store, I'm going to say I'm out. And you know what? We're out. Thanks for listening to Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.